And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers where everybody knows your name Especially when you're going for broke this is Wrestling Chairs, where we like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for AIW's series premiere of Going For Broke. I am your host, Justin Summers. Well, technically, Go For Broke, but whatever. I am your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Chairs is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please Rate, review, and subscribe to your Everless Fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, and also Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAmaneuver.net. Like I said before, and I stumbled upon this, is a preview episode of... Go for Broke by AIW. We are finally previewing AIW, but there's no no matches announced. So we're going to try our best and see what we can squeeze in the amount of time possible. First up on this episode, we have Charlie Butters. Hey, man. Told you. I told you this whole time it was a series. I, I, told wa- you. I wanted to be just like month shows <laughs> that, that would set up different i don't yeah just not yeah we gotta we gotta te- we gotta show out of it hey we got aiw back that's all i care about that that hole in my life that has been gone since the pandemic has is now filled once again and we're gonna have it weekly not just yes i mean i mean we have the live shows coming up too we'll talk about that but we have this show every single week for what might be i think at least two months they've said i've heard 10 episodes on on the AW podcast, they didn't exactly put down a final of like this is how many episodes there was like, well, it might be it's gonna I think at least be maybe it said at least be ten. Which yeah, made I know it, Dom said specifically ten, but obviously it can go more than that. They've recorded ten so far. Okay. So is all we know. So that that's really questionable. But before we go any further, we also have making his return to the show, but he's never been on a preview or review. We have Jay Gold, Josh Goldstein. Mr. Summers, Mr. Butters, thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to talking about this. I don't know how it got off the ground. Something mysterious happened, but uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, uh, to discussing this show immensely. I can't wait. The, those wonderful, mysterious benefactors graced us in the time of need with their presence <laughs> and delivered unto us Go For Broke. 
all thanks to a great man by the name of Sam Goldstein and like some brother <laughs> brother of his. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I, I, I we uh we we Sam look for there's nothing we like more than uh seeing AIW succeed. So I'm glad that uh we got a chance to be a part of it and uh see it see this program jump off the ground. And I I, I honestly I, I I can't wait to to see what they've put together because it is uh I, I think uh just just the way they've talked about it and the and the amount of effort they put into it, I, I think it's gonna be awesome. So people know for the next as we kind of already mentioned, the next 10 weeks, we will be reviewing every single episode of Go For Broke. And actually, little small peek behind the curtain, not only will we be reviewing it, but literally right after it goes off the air, we will be starting our review episode and it will come out as normal every single Thursday. But this episode, obviously, this is a Wednesday when you're hearing this should be. So this came, will come out a day before the first episode, and the, I think I have it set. Okay, I don't have the calendar ahead, but we will be previewing, or we, we will be reviewing episode one two days afterwards, and then that should come out the Monday after. But other than that, every th- single review will be on Thursday, the regular time that these episodes, get uh, Wrestling Cheers gets released. But because of the first two episodes of how close they're actually going to be that I have, we have to scramble and uh, come up with a little bit different and us doing this, this preview of something that we technically have no idea what to expect. No matches have been announced. Um, And we don't even know who all the participants are. It's like, it's just an open, it's an open book of questions. So what are you expecting from this entire show? Butters, man, so we have the concept of the biggins bucks. We have the concept of they have to earn as much as they can by winning matches to get a better seed in the biggins tournament, um, which if you win, you get a title shot of your choosing. So with all that being said, I mean, there's going to be uh, some some real just frantic. I, I think there's going to be like a lot of frantic uh of trying to win any way possible. I think the rules are going to be out the window for a lot of this. I feel like they're going to do whatever they can to get these wins, get these biggins bucks as fast as they can. Um, time is not on their side. So, I mean, this is, I feel like it's going to be real frantic. How about you, Jay Gold? So let's, let's, uh, let's lay it out. Let's think about exactly what we're going back to, right? Let's, let's talk about, exactly where AIW is at this point in its, and, and I think uh, we can call it its rebirth, right? So you have a double champ right now. You have, you have Mr. Bishop, Josh Bishop and the River City Shooters, double champ, intense and absolute. And you have PME and that's, those are your champs. I think you have, uh, what I'm looking forward to most, I think is the, the guys who are, knocking on that door to you know let's let's talk about what it was like in the 80s and 90s when you won an intercontinental belt you said to yourself that guy won the intercontinental title and his jumping point next stop is the world title so i think you have a lot of guys in aiw who are ready to get to the intense title and then challenge for the absolute title so i am really looking forward to a handful of those guys 
I'm looking forward to Derek, Derek uh, Dillinger. I think Derek Dillinger is going to win the whole thing. That's my, and, and I, I, I honestly, I'm that hyped about his prospects, but I love what some of these guys are going to bring to this tournament. I love thinking that maybe Twan Tucker might poke his face in there. I love thinking that Wes is going to be there. I love thinking maybe you break up PME and they jump in there and you have a couple of singles matches. I love thinking Colin could be in there. Um, guys, are gonna, you're going to have those guys who are just on the fringe of super stardom. Um, you have maybe Justice gets in there and then Justice wins a bunch of matches and he gets his rematch for his his heavy, you know, for the absolute title. Um, I really like how many ways you can go with this, and I cannot wait to see how it's going to play out. Um, there are so many guys that need or are ready for the next step, and that's what I think this show is going to do. It's going to help those guys get there. Uh, let's 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 talk about our predictions for winners. Just bold, bold shot in the dark right now. I think I, I think I've mentioned it. I really want Dom to win. I want, and I kind of want him, like, not only, obviously, to win it all, but if he cashes in towards the title, I want it to be the tag titles. So you know what that means. Will that happen? Probably not. But if there's anything that I would love to see in AIW, because imagine violence is forever in AIW with the great tag team division we have. Oh my god, like, just... Feed that to me every single month, and I'm going to be so happy. There's a great division we have here. I, I agree with you. I think there's there's so many ways you can go with this. Um, I, I honestly, I'm going with Derek just because I think he's ready to jump off. And, and I think him and Ziggy, I know how much you guys love Ziggy. Um, I think she's she's fantastic in, in, in as what she brings for the production. Um uh, I would love, love to see Bishop split those belts. There's, look, I am all for, you know, double champs, but even the Ultimate Warrior dropped the IC title when he won. I think it's, it's an opportunity for another guy. Cause look, Bishop had the intense title, then he jumped off and he got, he got the absolute title. I think, um, Derek's that guy. He's next. He's, he's big. He's been he's been honing his craft. Dom, look, we love Dom. Dom could win this anytime and take any belt. But I really think Dom is a star. And I think if you ask me, and this is just from a strictly a fan and me overthinking it, is I think Derek's the guy to jump in and do the next step. That's just that that'll be who I'm gonna with till the end. I think Derek's gonna win the whole thing. So I feel like there needs to be a restructuring because for the longest time, you know, the intense title was the intense division. It was all about hardcore matches, hardcore rules. There were no rules. And if we're going to do something different with that and make that the, you know, quote unquote intercontinental title of AIW, there's not that big of a division for that outside of a handful of guys. So, but there's a very hungry division of guys that are on the cusp of getting to that level. You got your Lee Moriarty's, you got your Derek Dillinger's, you got Trey Lamar, you got guys like that, AJ gray, PB smooth. So I feel like there's, there's people there that, um, you got Dom as well. I don't want to forget him. Uh, but you know, you got people that are on that, that cusp that maybe aren't, you know, ready for the absolute title, but they are definitely in the hunt for, you know, a secondary division title. So 
if we're going to rebrand that intense division to a more uh, standard wrestling division and kind of, I know it's always floated back and forth between depending on who was champion. Um, but I would like to see that be more established if we're going to go that route down the road. And like, I don't have a specific person that I think is going to win. I think both Dom and Derek are both great choices. Um, I don't know if, if they're either going to be in the show on the show or in the hunt for these. I mean, I would assume they would be, but we don't know. So I, I would like to say that maybe, you know, Lee Moriarty is, is on the show and in the hunt for these can't say, um, but he would probably be a very good option coming off his uh, trilogy with Alex Shelley. What about, what about justice? Can, can justice get back in? I mean, I, he lost those belts once. I mean, he defended, he defended it so often. Right. And I mean, you mentioned uh, how the landscape is changing. Look at what happened since November. No more Eddie. Uh, it, or can Eddie come back? Tom Lawler? Can Tom Lawler come back? Does MLW let him come back? Can Tom yeah. Lawler still run a full-time schedule? You know, can AIW say, Tom Lawler, can I have these belts? Um, no MJF. You know, no, um, there, there's a, you know, there's a bunch of guys who uh, are are not, you know, I don't know if, I think Dr. Dan retired. I mean, uh, you know, Faye Jackson just announced her retirement. So this is the time for a lot of the next level guys who, when you went to the show, Trey Lamar, Derek, uh, uh, I, oh, Don, Danhausen's gone, but Eddie, Eddie only, right? Is it, it, you know, Bobby Beverly, Eric Ryan. Um, there are a lot of guys who, it's time. It's time to shine. You know, like it, it, there. And can you like if we step back for a second uh, and you guys are like the when I look at you guys, I think of, you know, you know, so you're, you're like encyclopedias when it comes to matches and, and divisions and summers has is like a, a savant. What look at where we are now in the landscape of professional wrestling, especially in Cleveland. Look how many guys have signed elsewhere or retired or not around and it opens the door for so many opportunities now for so many guys to get those opportunities and also it's sad because we have to say goodbye to guys that we never got a real chance to say goodbye to when you think about it right (laughs) um so we're in a place where the best part of go for broke is that anything is going to happen literally anything and we don't have none of us and that's probably great that, and the worst part about wrestling fans are spoilers, and we don't have any. You know what I mean? Like, we're at a point where everything that's going to happen is going to be brand new. So I think it's, I, I just, I, there's so many, like, really fun scenarios that we could sit here after the first episode. And I think as a preview show, we're, this is fun right now just to kind of speculate. But I think after the first episode, we're going to sit down and go, guys, look at what is going on now look at where we are and look at where we're going and i think by the time the shows start at the end of the month of april who knows in the four episodes that we're going to see before those shows start where we're going to be as far as who's going to have the bucks that's the coolest part of this whole thing all right and and also charlie this isn't about being right it's about taking a stab in the dark so saying like well i don't know who's gonna just take a stab in the dark who who in your gut do you think is going to win or who would you like to see win, whether you know they're going to be in it or not? I kind of went with Lee Moriarty on that. So, which God, that would be awesome. 
what belt would uh, do you think he would go for? I mean, I would I would it be the intense or would it be the absolute? That's that's a good. Uh, I don't know, man. I would probably say he would probably go for the absolute. Um, I mean, it, it, it all depends on where he wants to go. I mean, he's he's the IWTV champion right now, so why not go for the biggest belt uh, in the company? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, and that and that brings up another question too. If you say Lee goes for the 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 absolute, who exactly is contending for the absolute title right now? Because guys, we haven't seen an IAIW show since November when 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 Bishop won. Who's next? Do, do, does does Justice get a rematch at a at a later date? Because don't all champs get a rematch? And then who is next? I mean, let's let's really. I mean, if if uh, you guys have seen so much talent come in and out of AIW, I mean, you you've seen way more than me. I've seen I've been you know around you guys for about four years, maybe a little less. Who is next? Where where is where's the next like monster? Where's the next heavyweight coming from? So you have Bishop, you have um, Justice, you have Lawler, you have Moriarty now because he's got that IWTV title. But then where do we look as fans as who the next heavyweight contender is? Who is it? Like, I, I, I mean, now that we're having this conversation and I sit here and talk to you guys out loud, who's next? I mean, I have no idea in my head who the next heavyweight contender is. Do you guys, do you guys have an opinion on who that would be? Gage, Manser, uh, Manders. Manders. You think Manders is ready? I mean, he can contend. Obviously, uh, he can, he can contend in Southern underground pro. I don't see why he, he couldn't contend at AIW. I mean, do we know if he's on these? Maybe he, uh, he get racks up a series of wins and really shows off and he's ready for that spot. We don't know. So, I mean, anything can happen with this. That's the great thing. And like he, all it takes is just a couple wins and you're, you're right there in contention for that shot. So, I mean, you can really build any contender pretty quick. I know AIW doesn't do it that way. Usually, usually we have these nice long stories that go, you know, a year, two years to, to get to a point, but there's, there's plenty of short term short, short term stories that can be told in the interim while we're getting back into the, the swing of things. Um, and setting up, you know, the longer story down the road. So, uh, there's, there's, I mean, outside of those names, I mean, all these guys can step up. I mean, Dillinger could be, you know, next in line for this. They have enough homegrown talent that everybody can move up to that division and there'd still be a ton of guys left over that, you know, maybe didn't make these tapings that are still considered regulars that can fight over the scraps. Never know. And that I and that I agree with. I think you you rattled off a bunch of names. I, I completely um, kind of spaced out for a second, realizing that Gage is going to be healthy. Um, you know, thinking Mance is ready because Mance is ready to go. I mean, Mance is is top tier talent. So you know, you're right about that. Dom is top tier talent. Um, um, and and you know, Manders th- the way he looks. If Manders is on this, because I, I don't I don't know if he's on it, but if he's on it. You know, a guy like that rattles off two or three. All you need is, a, 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 you know, if they're going to let's say there's 10 episodes and each guy is going to get an opportunity maybe four times, five mm-hmm. times. So if you can rattle off three wins and get maybe a tag team win here or there or you lose, you know, or you get if you can go four and one, let's say in five matches or let's say three and two, three and two should get you into the tournament, shouldn't it? I mean, if you have an over 500 record, you should be able to get into the tournament. I, I, I don't know how many guys are going to put in the tournament, 
but um, I would say a record of three and two should be good enough to get you to get you enough bucks to get in the tournament. Besides the fact that you're holding off people from stealing all your money, but if if you if you guard your money properly and you can take three wins out of five, I think could get you know you could you could get into that lower seed area. AIW just recently updated their website, and there is a current roster page that we know is somewhat current. There's going to be a few uh, discrepancies in here where you can go, um, are they current? We don't know some more than others. So let me go over this roster. Alphabetically, Alex Shelley, Arthur McArthur, Big Tuan Tucker, Bobby Beverly, Brian Carson, Calvin Tankman, Chase Oliver, Cheech, Chuck Stone, Colin Delaney, Colt Cabana, Dan Housen, Derek Dillinger, Dominic Garini, Eddie Kingston, Eddie Only, Eric Taylor, All Ego Ethan Page, Ethan Wright, Faye Jackson, Flip Kendrick, Flanky Flynn, Jocelyn Navarro, Joshua Bishop, Joshua Prohibition, Kaplan, Kikotaro, Lee Moriarty, Levi Everett, Little Guido, Louis Linden, Mance Warner, Marino Tanaglia, Marion Fontaine, Matthew Justice, and Dog Matt Cross, Mikey Montgomery, Mr. Brickster, Nasty Russ Myers, Spider Nate Webb, Nick Gage, Nick Stapp, Parker Pierce, Philly Collins, PB Smooth, Swoggle, TKD, T Money, Filthy Tom Waller, Trey Lamar, VSK, Wes Barkley, Wheeler Yuta, and Ziggy, I don't remember if I'm pronouncing this right, Heim. I believe it's Ziggy Heim, right? Yes. That's correct. Okay. So that, Jewish wrestling spirit animal, yes. So obviously that's not everybody that that's in it, but this that's we know this is considered the current roster. So it's going to be some, it's going to be people within that list. Like obviously, we're not going to see Coco Bano, we're not going to see Dan Housen, we're not going to see Ethan Page, and we know we're not, we're not going to see we know we know we're not going to see Faye Jackson. There's a bunch of other ones for other reasons we won't see, but anybody here would have a possibility. I like Trey Lamar. I think that I forgot about Trey Lamar's, yeah. you know, ability there. I think I think uh, uh, Trey Lamar is is amazing. I think he um, I think he deserves uh, a lot of attention. Um, and I and I think there's a few matches that honestly uh, I would love. I, I I don't know if you know Justin, but is Chase Oliver still hurt? Um, because I would love to see Chase Oliver, Trey Lamar again. I would love to see, you know, um, uh, Kaplan go again for a little while. You know, I'd like to see. Uh, there, there's a few matches that I, I honestly would look would look forward to if I got to see, uh, you know, Trey Lamar against maybe Wes Barkley. That would make me. That would, I, I would love that. I would love to see a guy or Nick Staff, you know, get opportunities on this show. They don't necessarily have to win, but will this show shine light, a light on some of these guys? I think you, maybe you'll see it. Maybe you'll see um, a guy like Nick Stapp get more of an opportunity, right? Everybody loves that guy. I mean, he's he's he, you know he's been on TV. He's been he's he's been at AIW. He's put in time, and I think you know a guy like that can wrestle two or three times on the show. It doesn't matter if he wins. You know, and and he could get, you know, some really good buzz going. You know, I think that's what's cool about this. You have so many guys you can put it. You know, what were some of the rules? If they wrestle on a tag team match, they still get it's the same amount of bucks. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of different rules. Can you imagine a tag match with like 
Chase Oliver, TKD, you know, Nick Stapp, and then versus, you know, maybe even Wheeler Yuta on there, you know, who said Wheeler Yuta couldn't win, you know, get some, get some bucks there. So I think just getting their faces and winning some of these matches and then getting into the tournament will be the key for some of these guys. Cause you know, some of these guys aren't going to win. I mean, Nick Stapp's not going to win the whole tournament. I love him. He's a great wrestler, but there's a lot of guys who are, you know, who are on another level. So I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking out loud from like, uh, if you were going to do like a, a March Madness type bracket, thinking who could get there, I can think a lot of these guys can get there. It's just a matter of can they win it? I don't know. I'm just being realistic. I don't know if a guy like Nick Stapp can get through PV Smooth, you know, uh, an AJ Gray, a Tom Lawler on his way to the end. You know what I mean? There's just so many variables. Do you know who's not on the current roster and they are listed in the alumni and it's like, oh shit. I mean, but it makes sense. We haven't seen him in like almost two years in AIW. Tim fucking danced. Where's he been? Fuck if I know. Like, I I don't want to say he stepped away from wrestling, but I think he, he wrestled a little bit. But I mean, obviously the, the pandemic uh, didn't help anything because even with AIW, a lot of people that were used weren't from further away. Like we haven't seen, you know, Nick Stapp in AIW since the pandemic. But bef- even before that, it had been uh, close to nine months because I want to say Absolution was his last last show. That was him versus what? Versus Dom, right? At Absolution? Yeah, Dom put him through the um, table, the, the door table at the end after he uh, made uh, Tim Donst quit. And he went to stick him with the... Uh, That's right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's if you go through that roster, I mean, even if Chase Oliver is healthy, I could see him you know, doing something really special. He came back in great shape. He came back, you know, physically he was ready. I think he got hurt again, which was sad. But, I mean, a guy like that, if he's healthy, I'd love to see him, you know, continue on. I mean, AIW consistently puts out guys who are ready and who are who are TV ready. Um, and I think there's a, there's a handful of these dudes who are, you know, who are absolutely who could absolutely do some damage in the tournament if they could get in. I mean, I don't even Brickster. He could Brickster could go far. So it's it the, the show is going to bring a dynamic to this to this podcast where we get to speculate each week. That's going to be a lot of fun. What I'm curious about as well is okay. So you earn these biggins bucks. Can you trade these biggins bucks? Maybe you know you want somebody out out of the out of the way out of your tournament. So you got to worry about them. So maybe you pay some of your biggins bucks to somebody else that's not doing so well in the tournament to make sure that person loses a couple times. I mean, there's there's all kinds of interesting stuff that can happen with the with the money. So I mean, production wise, I'd like to see how they do the 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 backstage segments. Remember that show Battle Dome? I I, I would love for it to have a feel like like Battle Dome, like you know the. The, there's backstage segments that are all you know that are that are filmed and things and mm-hmm. then and then they then they duke it out in the in the ring you know then like they take it to the ring i think that that would be awesome you know like a battle dome feel to it and i i don't know if we got enough credit that show got enough credit throughout the years but i think the idea itself could be could be a lot of fun you know um i don't know if you guys even remember it but you know almost like an american gladiators with a backstage you know twist to it which would be kind of cool or knights and warriors. I don't know if you guys ever remember that one. That was on too. the same, same 
uh, on, you know, WPX nine or whatever that channel was for me. <laughs> um, you know, Knights and Warriors was the same type of, it was, it was, you know, some, some kind of, you know, actors, but they stayed in character after the events were over and, and it was just, it was great. So I think they have, they, there's so many avenues you can go and they're the only ones doing it. I mean, that's something that as a fan of AIW and as you, you know, as a fan of what the people in AIW, they're doing something completely different. It's, it's, it doesn't feel like, um, they're just going to give us a title of a, of a, you know, of a wrestle of a show and then doing just a plain wrestling match. It feels like you're going to get something completely different from your typical hour long weekly wrestling show. And I think that's, that's going to be amazing. I keep going over, uh, like this roster and thinking all, all the, the definite possibilities, you know, we could see at the, at the end. I do like the idea of like maybe a guy like Chase Oliver, you know, getting a, getting a big moment for him. Um, I, I kind of want to see on if it, everything with big and biggins bucks is I kind of want to see somebody steal money. I, I want to see that fucking happen. Somebody, <laughs> Somebody, well, I don't even just steal. I want to say, like, maybe like somebody loses their money, mm-hmm. drop drops it or something, and then somebody happens to come along and pick it up. And like to me, like the whole thing of like they have to, you know, keep account of their money makes me think you could potentially have somebody lose their money because it's not going to be like, okay, we know you won this match, like we're going to be your bank, we're going to calculate everything for you. No, you know, you're you're responsible for your money, and you know, you know, Mikey, you know, fuck, Mikey might drop money well that's the thing is there a banker i don't i don't know if there's like wouldn't it be great if there was like a banker like in uh like in uh deal or no deal who gives out you finish your match and then you go to like a pay window and you collect your money wouldn't that be i mean that would be amazing i i, I would i would like to see how that plays out I, I i think you know for them to like almost like build up like there's some dude who's giving these guys the money, whether it, you don't see who it is, but then it could be like thorn with like in a room with no light on. And he just slides them a pay, you know, a win (laughs) envelope. Wouldn't that be like, that would be ridiculous. Like you don't see them, but you see like a hand slide through a window and here's your pay window. I mean, I I think that would be kind of, that would be kind of neat. I'm curious to see how these guys carry around their biggins bucks. Um, Because, you know, I myself, would like a Biggins Bucks T-shirt, which I'm. I would. I probably will get. Justin, maybe I'll get mine quickly. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you order every other shirt really quickly too. <laughs> does your Does your daughter want a wrestling cheer shirt too? Because she probably look really good in one. She does want one, actually. She does, and maybe maybe I will after this show. I'll go on and get one. <laughs> I, know, I know how Danhausen would carry his around. He'd have his his sack with the money sign on it. That would be how he carries his. Biggins See, that's now we're thinking, should, shouldn't there be guys walking around with a dollar sign sack and just fill it with money and have to like, you know, if guys have to protect it, shouldn't they have to carry it to ringside and, you know, put it like in the corner, like when uh, Rey Mysterio would come down with his like, you know, prayer, you know, he wore like uh, um, beads. Shouldn't mm-hmm. he have to put his like rosary beads? You put your 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 money bag on the side of the ring so that, you know, that's where it is and you have to protect it or Manders taking his hat off and putting it over the ring post. I mean, that would be once, once we figure out how they're doling out the money, I think then it'll be even better to see how they protect it. Yeah. And I think like, you got to remember too, we do have some people that have managers and, in, in AIW. So 
what's the Duke going to be doing? You going to be wandering around ringside scouting talent. Maybe he's out there helping the Bitcoin boys pick up wins. I mean, what, you know, he's, he's a, a devious guy, so he could be involved. Uh, you know, we're going to have Ziggy at ringside, uh, you know, being in a group or having people to watch your back, I think might help out in this situation. I think, yeah. I think it says that in like the release, like who's, who's, who's going to be, you know, who will protect their money. Who's going to do this and that. I think, you know, f- you have you have forty acres, so they have they have three guys. So that you have if you come out with your guy, you know, with one of your partners every time, you're gonna protect what you what's yours. The Rip City shooters, they're gonna come out with each other, they're gonna protect what's theirs. You know, I think the tag teams that come out, maybe I, I don't I don't even know if the tag teams are allowed to be in it, but imagine if like Colin gets to come out with Cheech every time. Like it, it it probably is best to team up with someone so you know that you're protected. Um, but then could somebody on your team turn on you and take your bucks and then get in the tournament, you know, without you? So the 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 possibilities. I feel like talking about this feels totally different than talking about any other wrestling that we've we've all discussed before. And it's it's what a wild concept. I think I think they've really laid it out to a point where you can do a show like this and we will. We will find out almost like a, a Marvel, you know, TV show, like a WandaVision or something where we, we're going to talk about lore and we're going to talk about almost like mystique and then something's going to happen and we're going to speculate on it every week. And I think that's a great, you know, nothing better than not knowing what's going to happen. All right. Josh said mystique and that this is how the X-Men are going to get uh, introduced to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> To the AIW universe, mutants are going to come out. That's what we got for Gopher Broke. <laughs> and you can find that exclusive information on Danhausen's website. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that will also lead to Mephisto. Are you excited for Mephisto, Charlie? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not excited for him or or Deadpool. So let's, let's no. <laughs> just, Deadpool's the only movie that ever got Colossus right, Charlie. Come on now. And I love the first two films, but the Fantastic. new one is directed by this you know, or be written by the same guy. So I don't, I don't have that. Faith. <laughs> well, I, I think, I, I think, um, Justin, as, as a fan of the, the Cleveland scene, I think, you know, if they can take go for broke and then translate it into the live shows, I think then you'll even have even more, uh, Almost like, uh, uh, almost like Marvel after credits. When you think about it, if they can bleed, go for broke into live shows, I think you're going to have something even more incredible. So selfishly, I don't want any resolution to go for broke to happen until I get to a live show, and then hope that they're still running go for broke matches where guys still have their money. And maybe we can see somebody do something insane live. I think that would be, I think you, you'd be onto something almost like you have like almost, again, I'll, I'll go back to Marvel having their TV universe bleed into their movie universe. And that would be kind of cool if Go For Broke bleeds into the live shows. Yeah, because I mean, technically, we don't know if these two live shows and involve anything with the biggins bucks they could they're all random we know that there nothing will be announced so maybe they dive into some of the biggins stuff and we get more stuff that's going on with the show ties into some live events i think i think thorne mentioned right that he wants this to work 
two ways. It could either work as a standalone or um, it could work as a way to continue the live show. So I think that would be very cool if, if that concept kind of can play itself out. I was, I'm kind of wondering what Hello Cleveland and is this something you might be interested in will actually be? Because my, my thing is these could be tapings for um, future Go For Broke episodes. We just don't know it. And maybe we don't know the, the balance for everybody and everything. Or, or what can it be? I mean, the fact is we aren't getting a card announced for either of them. And basically, we, we won't be covering them really on the show. There won't be previews for them because the main thing we were going to be covering here is go for broke. And I don't know what they're planning on doing with with the footage. I mean, I'm guessing maybe it, it becomes a thing. I'm waiting to uh, hear if they announce something or maybe I hit up Thorne or somebody in AIW just be like, what's going on? Because there might not even be live tweeting from this show on from these shows because oh, that's the, a good point. Yeah, because these might be, like I said, they might be eventual later, like tapings for later on in the series. We just don't know. So, it, like, it's uh, added this, like, big cloud of mystery, which, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with not having cards announced. Actually, I think those are the best. We did the, you know, the the Joey Janela show, which had one match announced, but still, like, okay, it was, like, it was this really cool anticipation, which I have before every single match, where it's, like, okay, Who's coming out next? Because that means like what match I'm going to see next. But now it's going to be, okay, who's coming out first? Okay, now who's coming out second? And you get you get a different fan reaction. So yeah, maybe it's maybe it's time for us as fans to step back from the culture of spoilers and just maybe we get back to where wrestling was, you know, a surprise again. And maybe that's a good thing. You know, maybe we've kind of desensitized ourselves to surprises to um knowing already what's going to happen and i don't think wrestling in general was ever built on the foundation that the mark knows that they're getting taken right so maybe if we decide that we're saying to ourselves hey i'm gonna go to the show i'm gonna put my phone in my pocket and i'm going to watch these matches and see how it unfolds maybe Maybe that's the way we need to go in 2021 as opposed to just going, well, I'm going to go to the show. I know exactly what's happening, you know, and I'm going to just take gifts the whole show and or or pictures and show everybody instead of just going, well, now you're going to have to watch, you know. And I think maybe that's maybe that's something we as fans and as loyal fans of AIW, maybe we at this time we owe it to ourselves to sit back and go, let's see how the story unfolds for once, you know. I think too many of us know how the story kind of plays out and we ruin it in our heads for ourselves. So that's what's cool about Go For Broke is that we don't know what's going to happen. So it's it, every lot now that we're going to these live shows, maybe it's time we just sit back and go, let's just see how it plays out. You know, I mean, I mean, first off, I take pictures, but I post them on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> for for it, that's kind of a service for people. So uh, if, well, but if they maybe can't we make don't, it, maybe we don't do that. Maybe we just go, you have to watch the show because there's there's stuff. You know, I, I love doing it, too. Like, here, this is where I am. You know, these guys are doing whatever. But maybe go for broke changes the way we're going to watch these next two shows only because we won't know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, for you the know? for these next two shows, I mean, that 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 whole aspect's up in the air. But like, as yeah. a, I was just saying, like, as a whole, like, like one reason why I do the, the, the 
do the live tweeting is, I mean, granted, going back to it, like when I first started doing it, that's back when there was no uh, mm-hmm. paper, like I pay per view. There was none of that. And yeah. It was like either you went to the show or you didn't. And sometimes you couldn't go to every show. But yeah, these two shows, if if I end up finding out like these are a taping, I, there won't be any live tweeting, which for, I mean, that's a load off my back. Though. I mean, the only thing I might do, I might take some notes, but that's pretty much it. But I'm not going to be, you know, having to tag people in fucking tweets. Right. And I, but I, I just think in general, um, go for broke is putting us as wrestling fans into a different, into a different tech, you know, category. And that's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's fun not to know. And I, I, I think that's, you know, the best part about it is that we can sit here and the three of us can kind of, you know, just speculate. And that's fun. I like speculating. I like, I like, you know, then our creative juices get flowing and then their creative juices get flowing and who knows how it's going to work out. But I, I do think, you know, these next 10 weeks are going to be a real, you know, treat for us. Our, our brains are going to be, you know, we're going to we're going to look at this and go, you know, this was kind of neat. Like we got a chance to be part of something that's that's different. And we haven't said something in wrestling has been different in a really long time. So another thing I was just thinking about is, you know, there was a new class of, of, of wrestlers, students that were probably due to come out and have their first, you know, actual matches yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get that chance. So, I mean, maybe we see them uh, mm-hmm. in the Go For Broke series. So maybe we'll see some brand new fresh faces, and that's how we're going to be introduced to some of these people and their characters. I think now, these, these, these kids are all, are all trained by, by Dom, right? Uh, I believe Josh Prohibition and Dom, yeah. Okay, so these are all, these are all like um, – these are all guys who you said you said last year they were supposed to debut. I so would these, think, that, yeah, yeah, like we were we were due for a new class, and obviously there just wasn't, you know. Well, we got to see Jocelyn right at at the collective, right? And she really she really shined. So then it's I think you're right. Then it's very exciting to think that there's some some guys here and there that are gonna are gonna pop out at us on our screens. I mean, the other thing too, like, will we see any women's matches? Because what if too? I mean, th- this is if I don't get to see Dom win and become a tag team champion, or should they bring back Valenzis forever and then become tag team champions? This this is another scenario I would love to see. Have like have Ziggy win, and you know what belt she's going to challenge for? The women's. <laughs> Shayna can't defend it, so boom, she becomes fucking champion. You know what's cool about Shayna? I really think that if WWE let her, she would come back and defend that belt. Oh God, she like, would, yeah. She she gives credit and she responds to every AIW women's title like tweet. And I think that's so awesome about her, you know, that she is like, yeah, you know, she's giving she's still joking about it, she's still showing it. Um, and you don't get that everywhere. And I I think if Ziggy did challenge for it, man, you know, KO talks about AIW all the time. Who knows? Maybe he would be like, listen, let her go to AI, let her go to Cleveland and, and get this belt off her hands and let's film it. You know what I mean? Like who even knows? But that would be a great concept if if Ziggy did win. Could you imagine like the full on when crowds come back full on the, the pop just for Shayna to show up first off. Remember right? Mike Awesome and Taz? I mean, WWE was not opposed yeah. to it back then. Who knows? Maybe they would yeah. be like, yeah, go ahead. So the pop for that, just for her to show up after the challenge, 
then the pop if Ziggy wins. Oh my god. It would be it would be next level. It'd be nice to dream of. And I honestly, in this day and age, who knows? Triple H could be like, or or Vince could be like, you know, go Kevin Owens would be like, hey, this these guys deserve it. Let her go over there and do it. And then she, you know, she goes over and they film it for the, you know, for Peacock. I mean, by the way, I hate saying that now that they're on Peacock, that kills me. But wouldn't that be amazing? The pop and the love that AIW would get to be allowed to do that. I mean, it would just, I don't know. That's just wishful thinking. That's like 10 Michelob Ultra Seltzers deep right now. But so the, the slang for Peacock is just the cock now. They're on the cock, so that's where it's at. It's, it's just what I've been told. If you want to see it, you have to look at the cock. That's right. Watch the cock. Watch WWE. But yeah, that would be. I mean, but also if if Dom won and took it to the, the tag titles, if you know Colin won and took the tag titles, I mean. It, man, there's a lot of possibilities, and it is great to think about and know that there is 10 weeks at least right now of shows to run. Or how going back if uh, Derek won? What if what if he didn't go for a singles title? What if he went for the tag titles? Derek Derek is going for the singles title. Derek <laughs> is Derek is it is Derek's turn. That's just I, I mean it's his turn. Look at all these guys that like have run through the production and Derek is the guy like he's left. He's the, 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 I mean, he's the maestro and, you know, Magnum and Frankie and Eddie and Dan Housen, you know, they all moved and they've all been working hard in, in one way or another in different locations. And, you know, the brains of the operation and the, and, and I don't know if you guys have seen Derek lately, but he's, he's jacked up. Like, it's time for him to like step out and, and, you know, really get that singles belt. That's just, I mean, he's like, to me, a, a guy like Derek, you remember in, you remember SmackDown years, like Oh four to like Oh eight, they would bring in a new guy to win the, like the United States title every time, like Carlito, Mr. Kennedy. And I, and listen, don't get me like started, but I'm talking, I'm talking gimmick and body type. But do you remember Muhammad Hassan? Like they brought in guys who all kind of fit the same body type. They were kind of lean, but, you know, had some bulk to them. The minute they came on the scene, their vignettes were really strong. The minute they came on the scene, they won the United States title almost like as a jumping point. So Carlito, Mr. Kennedy, and then there was a few other guys who came right in and won the belts. Derek is a guy that you would look at and go, this guy fits this mold to start right now. If you were going to put the intense title who could do death matches, who could do no rules, who can do regular wrestling, you would say, okay, a guy like Derek, he belongs in this category and can take this belt tomorrow, and I'd be happy having him run with it. And I think that's where AIW has a lot of guys who are like mid to upper card that can take that belt and run with it. And I think Derek is the top of that one. You mentioned all, all the members of the production and you forgot Colby Red. How dare you? I am <laughs> I'm I'm a newer AIW fan. I don't even I don't remember him. I don't. I only remember the guys that I saw when I was there. And it was those guys. I don't remember Colby Red. I mean, he was in it for like uh four months uh i think i forgot frankie actually but frankie <laughs> no you said Fra i believe you said frankie 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I think it's time. I think it, you know, come on. You, I, I don't know what, what it like, I know you guys have your favorites, but I just, you know, doesn't it, doesn't it make sense? Like, isn't, don't you look at Derek and go, he's a guy like Carlito who he could give one of, one of these belts to, right? Like, yeah. what'd you say? Yeah. Like, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you always looked at IC title feeds, you saw Jake, Macho Man, Roddy Piper, um, these, these guys who went from mid upper to upper and were ready to explode. Right. So Macho Man won the title. Um, you know, Jake, Jake just didn't even need a belt. He had a guy who could have, who could feud with anybody from the IC title all the way up to the world title. And I think if you position Derek that way with Ziggy and, you know, you do it right, you have a guy who can compete mid-level to upper level with any of it. I just need to see it in action. In my head, I just need to see it. You know what I mean? We got to, I mean, we kind of mentioned Trey, but like uh, PB Smooth too. But he's a heavyweight. I mean, he's he's a classic. Oh, I'm, 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 ta- I'm talking about people yeah. like who could win. Like we talked about yeah. Trey. Fucking yeah. PB, like. We're talking about a different PB than the PB that won the absolute title and had it for like what two shows? How many he had it for that show where he did the bad tombstone, right? Yeah, and then then he lost then it he had, the next show. Then he lost it. He lost it at Slumber Party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's different. Yeah, you're right. And he he's a pure heavyweight. And if you put him in there with guys a lot smaller than him, he should get those biggins bucks, basically. I mean, and then we go back to what we said earlier. I mean, he he has the benefit of, you know, Jocelyn could be there for him and as the rest of 40 Acres do. Yeah, I keep I keep forgetting about that giant. Now 40 Acres has four of them. So they have a really big faction where he can with Jocelyn and and him running. Him, Jocelyn really, really impressed me at uh, Thunder in Indianapolis. She was, I mean some of the stuff that they did with her and that, especially with the cement everywhere. And she still took some of those bumps. That was amazing. So many possibilities. I mean, we could even see Kaplan. I'd love to see Kaplan win that just, just for the moment, just Kaplan. Everybody loves Kaplan. I, I, I honestly have never, se- I've seen him in one match. I saw him at gauntlet for the gold 17 in 2017 with Jeff Jarrett there. And he came out and that was the last time I ever saw Kaplan wrestle. So that would be this is going to be exciting if he's on this card where, you know, on this show where I can actually see him in the ring and kind of do his thing. All right. Let's uh, let's start to wrap this show up. Any final thoughts on this tournament, guys? Let me start with Charlie Butters. Oh, man, I'm just uh, excited to get AIW back and uh, go along for the ride. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Charlie and I'm excited to cover all this stuff with you guys and, and see how it unfolds. Um, you know, it's it's almost like a, a a brand new movie and we all get a chance to watch it together and then react to it. And that's the best part about it. So I think we're going to we're in for a treat. Some of my favorite memories in history has been watching movies in the movie theater. And then like my friends that I watched it with were going back and going out, going out to eat and then just talking about the movie. And here we're going to get the same thing, but we're going to watch the show and then we're going to react to it and throw our uh pretty much pretty instant reactions down like we're not going to have a whole lot of time like right at the first episode we're gonna have a couple days but other than that we're talking an hour after or I should say right after the episode is done we're gonna have uh our episode going which 
it's it's Hopefully as close to a live recap as you can get. It's yeah. a very cool idea by you. I think it's I think it's it's very cool. You get a real chance to almost get a live recap. All right, let's uh, let's go over plugs. Start with butters. Uh, I have a podcast, IWTV Guide, and you can check that out at IW at IWTV Guide. Uh, we do a review every week from a show that's on IWTV, and then we've also been doing interviews lately. Uh, I just did one with Dominic Garini last week, so check that out. And that's all I got. How about you, Jay Gold? Nope, just Jay Gold twelve on Twitter. Um, and and uh, you may see the Benefactors logo pop up on a few things here and there, um, different shows. Uh, but just glad to finally get wrestling back, and uh, can't wait to see all you guys in person soon. Cannot wait to give you guys a big vaccinated hug. And deep soul kisses. That's right. Deep soul kisses for everyone. And of course you can find myself at J summers three, three zero on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email. If you so choose desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.podbean.com, and you can find all the links for all the social media and every place you can find the show in our link tree in this episode's show notes. You can also check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The Indie Cast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Off the Hop Rope, Game Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, At Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mikes, Dark Match Podcast, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Happy Hour with Steve Guy, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Good Company, Toy Hio, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're holding the biggins bucks. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet, praying in your day, in the middle of the week, and you gotta love the show, yeah you know it holds a title for the best podcast, talking wrestling in Ohio, finishing a cold one, take a load off, we ain't all about the prohibition like Josh, so we cheers, and then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp, like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold. Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week